Welcome to Smart Poker Study, the poker podcast for those who work to be better today than yesterday. I'm your host, Sky Matsuhashi. In last week's episode number 236, I discussed the importance of following bankroll rules and doing simple pre-session warm-ups. It's poker study time, y'all. So thank you very much for sharing this show with your poker buddies and your poker gal pals. I really do appreciate it. And a really big appreciation. A big thanks goes out to Robin, who is my newest Patreon supporter. She went to patreon.com slash smartpokerstudy. She chose the level that works for her, and she started just this past week. Thank you so much, Robin. And actually, some really big thanks as well goes out to Keith Feifel, who has been a supporter for one year, 10 months. Zach Stearns, two years, one month. Can you freaking believe that? Over two years for Zach. Wayne Henderson, holy cow, two years, four months. Thank you so much, Wayne. Al Schmidt, two years, seven months. Whoa, this is just getting crazy here. And now Mrs. CB, my longest term supporter, two years and nine months. Thank you all so very much for that continued support. So if you want to jump on this poker train with Robin, Keith, Zach, Wayne, Al, and Mrs. CB, you can go to patreon.com slash smartpokerstudy to start that support. There are different levels of support with different rewards attached. So you just choose the one that works for you, then you will get the access or you'll get access to the archive of that uh, that, that level's content, right? So once again, patreon.com slash smartpokerstudy. Alrighty, we are continuing the mental game month of May today, and I'm talking about adding more tables and kicking ass. But before we get to that good stuff, here's today's challenge. Challenge! Here's my challenge to you for this episode. Start your session as usual. Warm up, followed by opening your normal number of tables. Play through those tables, and if you're feeling good and ready to kick ass on another table, load it up. Your goal is now to continue playing through your entire session with this one additional table. Keep doing this session after session until this increased number of tables is your new standard. Now it's your turn to take action and do something positive for your poker game. Oh, that's it now. Get out there and be somebody. Go write a book. So if you stop the podcast right now and just complete that challenge, you will have done your purposeful practice for today. But for those who want more about adding tables and kicking ass, stick around. But please, of course... Visit the show notes page for everything I discussed today, along with screenshots and links at www.smartpokerstudy.com slash pod237. Well, it's about that time. Gambate! And now for our feature presentation. So we're kicking this puppy off with discussing adding more tables to your sessions. So why would you want to play more tables? There's a few reasons. The first reason is to practice your strategies, right? You want to refine and master your strategies. And time on the felt, you know, putting in those reps, that's really the only way to master strategies. Uh, Reading books and watching videos, that can only get you so far. Listening to podcasts as well, only so far. Experience is the best teacher. And putting in tons of volume with additional tables and time on the felt gives you the most experience. Plus, of course, more tables equals more hands played, which means more hands for you to review. 
thereby giving you more to learn off the felt. So the next reason to add more tables is to help you get beyond variance. Now, variance is, that's the standard ups and downs that's just a natural part of poker. Nobody can win forever, and there will come times when you lose continuously for thousands or even tens of thousands of hands in a row. The only way to get beyond this inevitable variance is by playing through it. If your downswing lasts, for example, 5,000 hands, but it takes you two months to play that many hands, wouldn't it be so much better if you could get through that 5,000 hands in just one or two weeks instead? Yeah, one or two weeks of a downswing is much more, uh, much easier to handle than two months of a downswing, right? And the third reason to add more tables is to make more money. So, of course, you're listening to this podcast, you are a winning player, or you will soon be a winning player. And, of course, the more hands you play, the more money you're going to make. So, let's say you are a winner at a four big blinds per 100 hands win rate. Uh, And let's say you play 25 NL. That means you're making $1 profit for every 100 hands played. So if this month, if you played 2,000 hands, you will have earned 20 bucks normally, right? At that same win rate. But if you played 10,000 hands in the month, you would have earned $100. Now this puts your bankroll $100 closer to getting to that next level, which is much better than $20 closer. Now, how do we go about adding tables? First is I want you to make a commitment to playing one more table than you do right now, starting this week. Prepare with warm-ups, of course, so ditch those distractions and choose a strategy focus. Of course, get some good rest the night before so you can remain at the tables and not end your sessions early. Adding tables gradually is critical. Do this one at a time when you're feeling good and making good decisions. And be ready to drop that extra table if things start to go downhill. Maybe you're timing out on all your hands, you're feeling rushed or anxious, your pits start sweating or something, Uh, definitely drop down to your normal number of tables. Now here's a little five steps for you. Step one is to start your session with a warm-up and your standard number of tables. Step two, Add one table when you feel comfortable. So try to push through and keep playing even if you feel a little uncomfortable because that will probably hit you. Step three, if you notice a severe drop off in your decisions, then drop that extra table. Step four is do this every day for an entire week. Eventually, you'll become very comfortable with this new standard number of tables. And then somewhere down the road, maybe even next week or the week after, you can repeat these four steps to add another table. Lastly, I want to tell you that you have to realize that with multiple tables, you are spreading your attention. So there's naturally going to be a decline in your ability to make good decisions no matter what. Now, your goal is to find that maximum threshold and stay there. For me, I really can't go above eight tables. When I try, I end up playing really poorly. And so I find my best is between four and six tables uh, before things start to decline. And just after the break, I'll discuss having a kick-ass attitude on the felt. On Wednesday, May 29th at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, I will hold my next live webinar called Finding and Plugging Leaks with Poker Tracker 4. So you heard that right! You are going to learn how to find 10 costly leaks and plug each of them. You'll also learn how to exploit other players with these exact same leaks. So you will be saving money and making money after watching this webinar. 
So to get the webinar, go to smartpokerstudy.com slash PT4 webinar. That's one word, the letter P, letter T, number four, webinar. And use offer code POD10 to get 10% off. Now, along with the live webinar, your purchase will give you some nice bonuses, including four complicated leak finding filters for you to use and two reports to help you search for opponents to exploit. So once again, smartpokerstudy.com slash pt4webinar and use offer code POD10 for 10% off. And I hope to see you at the live webinar on Wednesday, May 29th at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you can't attend the live webinar, no worries. I will send you a link to the webinar recording just a few short hours after the end of the live event. And just a few quick shout outs. Jimmy Lai is the most recent Smart HUD with webinar purchaser. He went to smartpokerstudy.com slash smart HUD. He already had Poker Tracker 4, so there was no need to purchase that. He got the HUD with the webinar, and now he's learning to utilize that HUD to exploit his opponents to the max. And Sam Tarrant and Gabriel Sampson both purchased How to Study Poker Volume 1 and Volume 2 when they emailed me to, to let me know that they did that. I sent them automatically the bonus, uh, the bonus for Volume 1 and for Volume 2. They didn't have to go to my website or download it or anything. So thank you, Sam and Gabriel, for doing that. They made their purchase on Amazon, and you can easily find that. But I have links to the PDF versions in the show notes page for today. And lastly, another webinar purchaser, Niall Burnaby, purchased Expert Hand Reading Webinar. Niall is using this to improve the most important skill on the felt, and that is hand reading. You work a ton off the felt to develop an intuition for it, so you can start utilizing those skills on the felt. So thank you very much for that purchase, Niall. Alrighty, back to class, poker peeps. When I was planning out this part of the episode on having a kick-ass attitude, one uh, blast from the past kept coming to mind. Uh, back in 1988, a science fiction movie starring Rowdy Roddy Piper came out, and it was called They Live. It is super fun and campy, and here's my favorite scene from the movie. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Yep, that's what I want you to be at the poker tables. You are like Rowdy Roddy Piper. You've got your shotgun, you're in a bank full of people and aliens, and you start taking them out, right? Yep, that's what you should be on the table, a kick-ass player. So let me ask you something. Why do you play poker? Do you just play to call hands preflop, hope to hit big, then finally start betting for value at some point down the road? Are you maybe like mm, a limper preflop and you want to hit that sneaky two pair or a set, or maybe with your 6-4 suited you want to hit that uh, crazy 6-high flush to get value from your opponents? Or perhaps are you here to make money, exploit your opponents, bluff them off hands, and get crazy value when you've got the goods? Well, let me tell you, that's why I play poker. I'm not a bingo poker player. Instead, I try to make things happen by using well-timed aggression, and I hunt for my opponent's weaknesses, and I work to exploit them. On the felt, I try to have a kick-ass attitude of positivity as opposed to an attitude of negativity. A negative person, they might look down at pocket aces and they say to themselves, what a great hand, but I hope it doesn't get cracked again. 
Well, these players, they let their thoughts poorly affect their play. They're too scared and timid. Maybe they make bad choices that allow their opponents to catch, or they blow everyone off the hand preflop with raises that are just too big because they're scared of getting cracked. A positive, kick-ass person, on the other hand, they're going to look down at the same hand, pocket aces, and they're going to say, yes, pocket aces, how can I play this to extract the most value from my opponents? These players think about the best way to play their hand, they consider their opponents and the board, and because they're thinking clearly, they're able to gain great value or even fold when they know they're beat. I'm sure you've known many negative players, and maybe you've been one yourself, right? When you had those pocket aces and you say, man, I know I'm beat, but I just can't fold this hand. So you call, you show pocket aces. Sometimes it's kind of in an effort to gain sympathy from the table. Oh, look at how good my starting hand was. He cracked it with his two pair. And then you end up losing against that two pair hand, right? Well, you do not want to be this person. Instead, you want to be the one who's fully in control of your actions and your attitude. You want to have the kick-ass attitude of Rowdy Roddy Piper. You know, someone who's willing to take on what comes their way and doesn't let fear or insecurities affect their decisions. So what can you do to develop or even just hold on to a kick-ass attitude on the felt? There's three things. Thing one is to be present in the situation. You want to be present and fully engaged in every session you play. So warm up properly by ditching the distractions and have a strategy focus in place. Pay attention to who your opponents are and who is still to act after you. Also, be aware of the table dynamics. You know, how each table is flowing and look for patterns of play. You can be on six different tables online and, you know, uh, all at the same stake even, and each table is playing completely differently. You have to adapt your game to the table and your opponents. You also want to be tuned in to your emotions. Are things flowing well and you're making great plays? Or do you feel frustrated, angry, distracted, or even tired? When things are flowing and you're in an A-game mindset, that is money-making poker. If that's not the case, figure out how to get there or just end your session entirely. Thing number two for fostering a kick-ass attitude is to have a positive EV mindset. Now, EV stands for expected value, and it's the value of your decision in the long run if you can make it over and over again. So you should always be striving to make positive EV winning plays and play with that positive EV mindset. You don't want to get lucky, nor a get aggressive, nor a punish fools kind of mindset. Your sole intent for every session you play is to make the best decisions possible at every opportunity. So having a positive EV mindset will set you up for success because you're making great decisions. There's no luck necessary. I mean, if you have some good luck, that's always welcome. You know, you're not going to you're not going to uh, ask the luck to leave, but it's not necessary if you're making those great decisions. You will win out in the long run. Also, having a positive EV mindset will cause you to use well-timed aggression to earn pots and to earn value. So you won't be forcing the aggression, just getting overly aggressive in bad spots. And lastly, having a positive EV mindset will allow you to exploit your opponents because you'll find great opportunities to do so. Because they basically punish themselves with the mistakes that they're making. As long as you're trying to exploit their mistakes and you're paying attention, bam, you'll be doing it. And lastly, thing number three for fostering a kick-ass attitude is to believe that results do not matter. 
So don't let results affect your decisions or your attitude. As long as you're present in the situation and you're striving to make those positive EV decisions at every turn, the results should not matter. If you got it in preflop with pocket aces versus kings and they end up sucking out on you, be content in knowing that you made the best play you could have made preflop. You got it in as an 82% favorite. There is not a better situation in all of poker. But here's the thing with this. It's poker, right? Being an 82% favorite means there's an 18% chance that you lose. You signed up for that when you became a poker player. So just accept it. And accepting your results, having a positive EV mindset, and staying present at the tables are what it takes to be a kick-ass player. This episode isn't complete until you head to the show notes page at www.smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 237. Go there for screenshots and links and to discover ways in which you can support the podcast and keep me keeping on. And don't forget, I have a little clip on YouTube there of Rowdy Roddy Piper going into the bank and kicking ass. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend or leave a glowing five-star review on your favorite podcatching app. And if you want to learn how to use Poker Tracker 4 to find your leaks, plug those leaks, and then find others that you can exploit with those leaks, you've got to get next week's webinar. Go to smartpokerstudy.com slash pt4webinar and use offer code POD10 for 10% off. Alrighty, poker peeps, in the next episode, number 238, I'll discuss fear at the tables and dealing with your enemies. Word of mouth is the best advertising, so thank you very much for sharing the show with other poker people. You're sharing and caring is what helps us grow. Until next time, study smart, play much, and make your next session the best one yet. <laughs>